Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin, very happy to be here. Of course, your host as always. I have a jam-packed studio. Every mic is taken, which is very exciting because I don't have to talk at all. They can take over the entire show, which is great. <laughs> um, you'll hear a familiar voice that came back from a very long journey. Greetings. That's Pastor Michael. I'll let you kind of kind of catch everyone up in 10 seconds what happened with you. For sure. Ali from Palau. Had a fantastic uh, premiere of the film Return to Palau. You will hear very shortly, not this episode, but another That's episode right. that I'll be talking a little bit more about what happened. But yeah, fantastic time. Fantastic trip there. Fantastic trip back. I kind of know what time zone I'm in, but <laughs> I'm still recuperating energy-wise. Sure. Yeah, the, I'm here. The flight from Tokyo, New Jersey probably got you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 12 hours. Yeah. I lived Ooh. Monday twice. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because you crossed the date line. That's pretty wild. Well, glad that you're here. Thank course. you much. Let's go on to our next guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. I my I am your essay president. There you go. Uh, about to be C uh, graduating, and Ooh. I'm a psych major. My name is Yuhu. I'm from China. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Love it. And sir? My name is Joshua Nunez, and I am a theology major, and I am from Dallas, Texas. All right. Local. Yes, Love local. It. Let's get into uh, some of the things that were said throughout the message. Now, we did, oh boy, what, 10 weeks on Hope Has a Name? I believe that's right. Yeah. Eight, nine, no, nine, whatever, nine, Something 10 like weeks. Um, whole series on mental health. And we've had a couple of speakers over the last two or three weeks um, touch maybe different areas and shine light on some different areas that maybe we've talked about or haven't talked about. And our speaker this week, Tony Reyes, was was great and kind of telling us we've all been called and and uh, there's a mission um, that that we've all been looking for. Now, before we ended 2021, um, we had a series called Righteousness by Heart, where Pastor Michael took us um, to the Sermon on the Mount. And this kind of gave me some flashbacks because he went right back to Matthew, kind of around those same <laughs> chapters, yep. um, where God has now transformed heart and mind, and now he's looking to call us to something. So let me just ask this. Very basic. Anybody can take it. Um, how does it feel? How, what what is what do you feel knowing that you have been called by God, even if you don't really know what it is yet? Um, how do I feel? Honestly, it, I feel like uh, like not chosen, like very special. Okay. Because um, you know, I'm not worthy. None of us are worthy. Because I knew um, God was calling me a pastor pretty recent, and it just feels like. You know, you're not worthy, you know, you're just, you're a servant, you know, you're just, you're going to go out there and, and do what, what he tells you to do. And it just, it's, it's a blessing and that's what he called us to do. But, uh, it, I don't know what specifically, my, I know to be a pastor, but like, um, I don't know like what, you know, the future, what, what it is, but mm -hmm. I know it's, it's, it's really humbling and that's how, that's how it feels like. Yeah, humbling. Really humbling. I'm not going to lie. I think it's funny because when I was listening to what he's speaking, I was like, oh, everything I feel is kind of the opposite. So I always felt maybe it's because I'm only child. I'm going to blame on that. <laughs> I always felt I'm like special. I'm unique. You know, I'm worth it. I'm the best. You know, yeah, I'm definitely blaming the only child. Um, so I when I think of like enemy, especially with my, with my journey is like I didn't. I wasn't born, you know, Christian or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I kind of stumbled into the route and I always seen everything happens like, oh, well, 
everything's kind of like really magical to me. Like I could never plan that, right?、Mm-hmm. So to me, it's um, it's always feel like, yes, I am unique. I definitely come all this way. Every choice is made. Every choice is made by my parents. You know, everything was there's a reason behind it,、mm-hmm. even though I don't know it.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, but after get like getting into the Christianity, you know, kind of like opened your mind to another side of spirituality, kind of knowledge. It has a different layer of meaning. Like it's not just I'm not just special. Like, This is gonna sound funny.、It's, I'm not just oh special, you know, because you're to your parents, you're special, you know.、Right. But I am really is special because like the purpose now has a different layer of meaning.、Mm. Yeah,、mm-hmm. it just seems like life kind of mag- had a, a magic spark after kind of having Christianity in the background. Yeah,、mm. I like that, Pastor Michael. How do you feel knowing you've been called? Uh, a certain sense of imposter syndrome. <laughs> okay, it's like、uh, imposter syndrome being you find yourself realizing like this is me. Like I'm like、mm. I'm qualified for this, or I've been chosen for this, or I've been called for this.、Uh, and you find yourself in the middle of the room of a lot of、uh, smart, passionate people, and you're like, really? I, like I get to hang out in in this space. So yeah, that's that's kind of the the feeling for me. Like it's 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 an honor to be called, but then I really quickly move from honor to like really, <laughs> God, you chose me, <laughs> and I、yeah. think that's normal. Yeah, to a certain extent,、um, yeah. we immediately say we immediately pull a Moses and say,、um, <laughs> "You sure you don't got somebody else、yeah. ready to go take your people、yep. out of Egypt? Because、yep. that's not that's not Kelvin. You got you, you must be mistaken. You know, <laughs> and it's funny that when God comes to us like that." We then question why he came to us as if he didn't already have that like、mm-hmm. <laughs> planned out, you know.、Mm-hmm. Um, do you think do do you feel something different in your head than in your heart, knowing you've been called by God? Are they kind of working in the same? Does your brain maybe intellectually get it a little better than maybe your heart does? I think it depends on the situation for me. Okay, so I think sometimes I walk into something like knowing I'm called, and my heart's like.、Uh. And then other times, like I feel the passion, I feel the heart, and the mind's like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> so they kind of, for me, it's a song and dance. Okay. Same, same. I would like, I understand what you're saying. Like,、uh, like me thinking about it, like how could I be caught? You know, like、mm-hmm. how? But you know, you know, deep down, you know. But you just, I guess, you just gotta go and you know do it overall. So I, I kind of feel the same way as Pastor Mike. They go hand in hand,、mm-hmm. heart and mind. Um. So Tony, as he was speaking, he、um, he started by telling the story of the leper that Jesus healed, and back then, of course, we know that this was something that nobody even dared to do. I mean, they had their own communities where they were separated from everybody else because、um, it was leprosy, and you just couldn't get close to these people.、Um, and Jesus kind of broke down all those walls and all those barriers and touched the guy and healed him, and. I think this is interesting and it's special for me, and I want to know what you guys think.、Uh, Jesus's ministry was very personal, and it was very upfront, and it was very hands-on.、Mm. And I just wonder—I'll throw a hypothetical because I love doing those. How how different would his ministry have been if he had been just reigning from heaven instead of touching people the way he did? 
are, are you do you mean like uh if god have done miracles in a way of like you get a chance you know like he doesn't come to you he uh-huh. just like hey everybody uh-huh. gets a sample you know uh-huh. yeah. or uh to be like oh come to you talk to you individually knows your right. name da, da, da. Right. okay well, i mean it, it, okay to me i think it's like raising kids even though I'm only Ooh. child, you know, <laughs> but I really like children. So whenever, when I worked as like counselors mm-hmm. at summer camp, I find kids have different temperament, right? Even their siblings, they look alike, everything. They like different kind of things. And I mean, learning psychology, this is a whole thing about how identical twins, they look everything alike, mm-hmm. come grow up in the same environment, the same parents, everything's the same, but they can't completely different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so for parents you can never approach the kids with the same strategy same parenting same way to talk to them same way to do punishment nothing is the same yeah i mean i think i always like to look at god it makes more sense for me to look at god treating us like where they're his children so Mm -hmm. he couldn't parent us all the same way Mm -hmm. and yeah he can't just sit back on his throne and do demands he has to has to be there yeah. personally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for all of us. Mm-hmm. How do we, what, what what lessons can we learn from Jesus healing that leper the way that he did and kind of apply it in our own lives? I think the biggest takeaway for me is that Jesus approached an untouchable person and touched them. And so who are the untouchable people in our lives? Or who does society deem are the untouchable people? And how do we then come close and touch them with a touch of healing, a touch of love, uh, lean into their lives in the, the personal way that we're speaking of how, how God does. Well, who is that for us and how do we swim against the culture to be able to do that? Is it okay to, to not know sometimes, like right now, what God has called us to do? Oh, absolutely. Why? Uh, because sometimes he, uh, I guess personally speaking, he wants to, I guess, build your trust, you know, because I think that, uh, like, because for me, like, I've been praying since like four years. I, I know now, but like, oh, you know, what are you calling me to do? You know, because like I'm a university and I didn't know what he wanted. To, and, and that's, you know, it's important, you know, being here, like it's, it will determine your future. Right. So I've been praying and praying and stuff. And he showed me eventually, um, but it made me seek him more, you know. And rely on him more. And while I was, I guess, waiting, you know, I just do the thing that he's called everyone, a Christian city, you know, to serve and, you know, do what he's given, you know, the gifts he's given you. So I think um, sometimes it's, you know, it's it's not a bad thing to like not know because then you'll seek him more and tr- trust in him more. Mm-hmm. And, and you see, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Like Jose said, a lot of us like have this. I don't know, putting mindset like, oh, by this time I need to know this. So then I will go there, you know, this. And that's the reason why it creates a lot of anxieties for Mm -hmm. young people or just people in general. Uh, However, like I was, uh, I saw somebody say, said this on online and I just loved it. He said, everything in life is risky. You know, you choose to go to college, you might regret. You choose mm-hmm. not to go to college in the future, you might also regret that. And then life is risky, like getting married is risky, having kids is risky, getting a new job is risky. And the most risky about life is that you can't even get it out of it alive. 
<laughs> okay, True. got it. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking like, come on, yes, we're never gonna be satisfied, like a hundred percent satisfied. Just like, yes, I made the best choice because we never know. Yeah. And so I think the best thing is at the moment you made you know we know ourselves like we know ourselves like when like for me I'm graduating. And there are so many choices I have to make. And every choice I make, it's definitely going to change the course of my life for sure. the next, the rest of my life, right? right. It's to totally different directions. Well, I know my heart. There's like choices. It was like definitely logically it's like, okay, this is a safe route. And this is a riskier route. Well, which one do I choose? I mean, they're all going to be equally good. Like they're all going to be good choices. And but my heart has one leaning mm -hmm. towards it and I just have to trust it. Mm. Yeah. And then maybe it's not going to turn out good or maybe it would turn out good. But I learned something out of it. Mm -hmm. I don't think any choices we make we're going to be like, oh, crap. <laughs> why did I choose that? I think at the moment you choose that, you, there is a reason why you choose that. Mm -hmm. I, I was just telling somebody, like, I look back in my life, I made choices that's really not reasonable. My parents were like, why did you choose, you know, I have to always worry about my status, right? Like if I graduate, I have to have a job that would sponsor me for my work visa. That's very important. Otherwise, I can't stay in the States, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people make their decision based on that. So whether they get married, fake marriage, right? There's ways. Mm -hmm. uh, or they, they have, they're going to all try to get into Ivy Leagues. But when I was in high school, I became Christian. Then I just wanted to go to Adventist school. And my parents were like, what the heck is Adventist <laughs> school? You're in here. <laughs> what is this? And so then they, I mean, I knew that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I just felt it. Mm -hmm. There's no mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. And then I think I still look back. Some days I was like, oh, did I make the right choice? You know, uh -huh. now I feel like, oh. But then I look back every single time. I was like, I still don't feel regret. So I think mm -hmm. right now, if I can see 10 years down the road, I'm going to look at this choice. Am I going to regret if I didn't choose, if I made this choice? If I feel like I wouldn't, mm -hmm. then it's probably going to be the, the right choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a good turnout or not. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is it okay to not be called right now? To not know what you're called to, I guess is better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, like, do you really know what you are called for? Like a one thing. Um... I don't know that Change you can question. get into. Oh, that's why I like it. I don't know that you can get into specifics. I mean, it's it's hard to to be like I am called to be the young adult pastor but at the King Seventh Day Adventist Church, right? <laughs> that's what I feel like. It's kind of like this idea. Why you kind of like Jose said, like why I'm stressed about like what to choose because it feels like it's determining my future, right? Like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna choose to be the pastor. But well, do you, but do you feel like you came upon that? How did you come upon that realization? So I think I came upon that realization by being faithful in the decisions that I made beforehand. Uh -huh. And I can see how those decisions yeah. led towards where I That's am That's what today, he was saying. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. But some heresy for you. Can I share some heresy on the <laughs> Absolutely. podcast? I, I'm not as convinced that God has a perfect path laid out for our lives. That if we just did X, Y, and Z, it will be what God ideally would want for us. I'm with you. I don't, and I mean, before I get kicked no, no, out no. of the podcast and never mind, back, <laughs> Ex that. expound. I like this. So, scripture talks a lot about our our own free will yes. and our ability to choose, correct? 
And there are many stories in scripture of a person of God choosing contrary to what God would want Mm. and God still using that person to bring about good. Mm. And I also think that there are moments in time that God, I I think it's all of the time, but I think it's more pronounced, particularly when we talk about career career transitions, where you're going to go to school, what you're going to do. Like you mentioned, you who, that there might be a moment in time where every option is good. Mm. That God gives you the agency to be like, okay, which page do you want to turn to? Mm -hmm. Right? If Mm -hmm. you want to ride this roller coaster, turn to page 72. You had those books in elementary school, right? You could pick your own adventure through the book. God gives us that agency. And for us to be very frustrated because we're like, God, wouldn't you just tell me whatever? God's like, I'm I'm waiting for you to make up your mind. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to choose? What do you want to choose to do? What do you want to, what do you want to choose to be? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes that's played out in like a negative versus a positive. <laughs> You've heard those testimonies, right? Uh, but I think for the person who's just kind of generally following God, that God gives us the, the breadth to, to pick our own adventure, mm-hmm. to choose where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I could choose to leave this particular location and go serve somewhere else. I'm not doing that right now because I really enjoy what I'm doing and I'm not saying that that's in the future for me. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> but I could choose to do that and I could see that being within God's will. Mm-hmm. I think Jonah comes to mind. Yeah. Guy took off in a completely different direction. Samson comes to mind. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, so- but you brought those examples up to, to show what... Because Jonah, Samson, aren't they like the opposite of God's will, mm-hmm. right? Like they run away and then God took them back and then so, redirected them. So here, here's an example of Moses okay. in Deuteronomy. I think it is. I don't remember the reference off the top of my head. Uh, there's a point in time where God is so ticked off at the children of Israel mm. that he's like, forget it. Moses, I'm taking you and you only. Mm. And Moses is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, hold on. <laughs> That's not how you, you work. Uh-huh. He says, God, think about it. The rest of the nations will see how you treated the children of Israel. And is that how you want your name to be proclaimed? And God's like, oh. You're right. <laughs> and that's where Moses stood up against and like, like, nah, because Moses could have been like, okay, God, yeah, sure. He's like, mm, that's not how your character works. God's like, yeah, you're right. So what I've heard is that there is, and it's okay that there is a journey to find your calling. There's a, mm-hmm. there's time. There's, there's, I think, know, okay, ahead, I'm sorry. I, Cause I think like, kind of like what she, what pastor said, the, we in a way some of like Christians we view our life as like there is this one made way we just have to ask God hey show us you know which mm-hmm. turn to make mm-hmm. right however we forget how much autonomy God want us to have that's mm-hmm. why he created us right if he doesn't want us to make our own choice and believing in ourselves know ourselves and make our own choices why would he even create us and yeah. give us the free mm-hmm. will it's boring mm-hmm. life so I think that the fun of it is to live this journey and to yeah. figure out, make mistakes, and then learn something. Or, you know, it's like this, it's more than just, oh, find the right answer. Mm-hmm. That I think it's an experience rather than find the answer. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Somebody told me, it's like we're um, 
spiritual being but walking an earthly journey. Hmm. <laughs> I can see that. Pretty deep. Ooh, spiritual being walking an walking an earthly journey. Have you seen the movie Soul? Yeah. The Pixar? Mm-mm. Oh, yes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think the little character 22 <laughs> I mean, I don't know how, but I feel like there's something in that demonstration is very real. Mm-hmm. She's like the 22, you know, I like I don't have ambitions. I don't have the dream to change the world or whatever. You know, I just love living. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's so beautiful. I have a hard time to just love living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a great reference. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. <laughs> it is. I love it. Um. And I'll end with this, I guess. We've been called to share hope, and we learned that in our message. Each one of us is here for a reason, whether you know what that reason may be now yeah. or not. Um, God has placed you here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not, again, like I said, may not know why, um, because sometimes we live our life in this society at 100 miles an hour, and we miss maybe the little things that God shows us every single day, but God sustains us every day. He's called us, which means that if he's called us, he's going to get us to wherever he's wanted us to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's called us to share hope with others, and hope does have a name, and we've learned mm-hmm. what that name is, and that is Jesus, mm-hmm. and that he's looking to transform not only our hearts, like we learned last year, but our minds, and then send us out on the mission that he's called each and every one of us to be on. So. Thank you guys so much for being here. This was this was fantastic. Uh, I think we had a great conversation. And um, for sure. if you're listening, wherever you're listening, um, around the world, I don't know. Do we have we have worldly listeners? I think <laughs> we have worldly, worldly listeners, and we have listeners from around the that's, world. That's not the way I should have said it. You get what I'm saying. People from around the world, we're happy that you're here. Uh, make sure and follow us on Instagram. Check out all the links in the description as well. And if you haven't listened to the message, I'd encourage you to go back. And, uh, and listen to the message as well and maybe share um, maybe share this episode with a family member or a friend. We've got listeners from Germany, Ireland, the United Kingdom, Kenya, South Korea, Jamaica, Indonesia, all over the world. Mexico. Mexico. We're very well represented here on Elevate. And, and that's the one thing I would say. Nowadays, share this message if it's blessed you. Share some words that have been uh, said here today. I always say you don't know the amount, the amount of impact you can have by just clicking share and throwing it on your Facebook or throwing it on your Twitter or throwing it on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's how we live today. And uh, we can share hope that way as well. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Also, don't forget the little special episode that I'll do with Pastor Michael. We'll talk about his trip to Palau and um, have a fantastic time with that. So stay tuned. Pastor Michael, any last things? That's it. I think you've said it all. Okay. Awesome. Catch you in the next episode. We'll catch you in the next episode. And remember, there's always room for one more.